Now, as much as I hate to interrupt this episode, I wanted to let you know that if you're looking to improve your life, business, or relationships, then you should check out the Grounded Store. On there, you'll find biblically inspired books, journals, and other resources that God has given me over time to empower his people to live the lives that he intended for them to live. If you're interested and want to check these books out, you can do so by going to thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. Once again, that is thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. And you will even check a link in the description that will take you right there to see these things that God has given us. Now, we got that out the way. Let's get back to the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Grounded. My name is Brian Boyd. Today's topic is against all odds. Before we dive into this episode today, I would love to thank everyone for tuning in. And I truly hope and pray that with this episode, God will empower you with the strength and the endurance to go through each and every situation that you're facing and to go through it with the utmost confidence and perseverance. With that being said, everyone, let's go ahead and dive into this episode once again titled Against All Odds. And this comes from the simple conception or the concept that we're all in this journey of life together and we're always dealing with the concept of change. No matter where we are right now, it will not be where we are tomorrow or five months from now. It's not going to be the place we're in two or three years from now. And it definitely will not be in the place that we're in 10 years from now. You know, as we grow and as we age, our thoughts and our ideas change. You know, the environment that we're in change. The people in our lives change. Everything about our lives are subject to change. And in the midst of this change, you know, in the midst of all of the things that happen, we have to always assure that we remain committed to God and committed to the purposes and the desires that he has for our lives. And it is by staying committed to those things that we end up fulfilling and becoming the people that we're truly meant to be. And that is why everyone that today's topic is simply titled against all odds, because we're going to be talking about the things that you need in order to maintain this foundation, in order to keep your goals or your desires in full focus and allow you to accomplish those things in the time that they're supposed to be accomplished. And to do so, we're going to be talking from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, a very popular verse of scripture. And it simply reads in the words of Paul, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So after reading this verse, um, there are a total of four things and four keys that I want to cover here that will help you effectively remain committed to the things that you're doing, no matter how big or small those goals or those purposes may be. And we're going to kick it off with the first one, which simply means to brace yourself. And that comes from the piece in this verse where it said to stand firm. And with this, there are three keys, even in this subset that we should follow. The first of which is that we should learn to trust God. And it's only by trusting him and having full confidence in him and standing on his word that we're able to persevere through every challenge that comes. We're able to truly 
brace ourselves and be willing to go through the hardships that we may go through and also go through the great times as well. You know, by relying on the promises that God affirms us in his word and the things that he tells us, we're able to remain constant in those things if we hold him to his word and we're able to go through, once again, the different challenges and stuff that we may face. I guess a more practical example is, you know, if God tells you that all things are going to work together for you, which you all know is my favorite verse of Romans 8 and 28, then we can take confidence that even if we go through a bad point in time, even if we're dealing dealing with, you know, it's changed. Maybe we've lost our jobs. Maybe we're dealing with something a little more serious or a lot more serious as a whole, you know, the gas prices and stuff rising, you know, we could be confident and take sure that God is going to take care of us, even in this time that we're facing right now. And even with the, the things of the war and all, why those are very bad things, why those are very bad situations, there are places of hope in the world because it's brought people closer together, not just in Ukraine and in Russia, but in the United States as well. You know, people are coming together and praying and sending their help and their support to people that are truly in need and they're truly empathizing with the rest of the world at this particular point. And that's pretty much what brace yourself really means. That's what this point really comes to, because if you're able to stand on your values as people, if you stand on who you are, you stand on your empathy, you stand on your compassion for others and compassion for yourself, then you're able to withstand the many challenges that come, no matter how threatening those things may be. The second thing that I want to push on here is that in the means of bracing yourself, you have to be confident. And that's where trust in God partly comes from. You being confident, not only in his word and the things that he has promised and assured you, but also being confident in yourself that you have the ability, that you have the strength, that you have the power to go through the things that you go through, that you have the power to withstand the things that come in your life, and that you have the power to overcome each and every one of them, because God gives us that promise. That is uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. You know, he's able to do it exceedingly and abundantly according to the power that works in us. And if we believe that we have that power and we act on that power, then there's nothing that we won't be able to accomplish. And finally, the last thing that I want to put here is that in order to brace yourself, you have to be prepared. And this is something that once again, all comes back to the Bible because God always equips us for whatever task that we're dealing with. We were created with the gifts and the talents and the ability and the perseverance to go through these things and to overcome them. You know, we're always equipped to manage a particular task, no matter what that task may be. That's why we're referred to as the body of Christ. That's why the church is made up of different people who have different gifts and talents, because they're supposed to be used in their capacities in order to bring the growth and the power necessary to grow God's kingdom and to help other people here on the earth. Moving forward, I guess the summary for this particular point is that when it comes to life, you have to be able to brace yourself against every and everything that comes. And that simply relies on you being able to trust God, you being confident in the things that he said, you being confident in yourself, and then having the ability to be prepared for every situation that comes. And no matter how difficult that situation may seem, no matter how unexpected it may be, understand that if it comes your way, that you have the 
the ability and you have everything that you need to overcome it in that situation. Then no, there's no temptation that God brings to you. There's no temptation that you will face because my bad, God doesn't bring temptation to you, but he gives you the power to overcome those things and those challenges when they present themselves. Moving forward, though, the second key in this particular episode is when it comes to going against all odds and being able to persevere through every situation is that you can't be moved. And that comes from the second piece of this verse, 1 Corinthians 50 to 58, where it says simply let nothing move you. And in here, it simply means that, number one, you have to be disciplined. Number two, you have to remove distractions. And three, you have to have the ability to say no and all of these things work in keeping you constant on your battle because you're going to battle distractions in life. You're going to battle procrastination and you're also going to battle, you know, the thoughts and the ideals and the passions and purposes of other people. All of these things are going to come at you and they're really going to challenge your ability to remain directed and remain focused on the things that you're supposed to do. Now, by no means am I saying that there are not going to be times where you shouldn't relax because you should relax. You should incorporate those into your daily schedule. You should also be able and willing to help people when they need help. But there are going to be times where these things are going to be detrimental to you. And if they come to a point where they begin to take precedence over the stuff that you know you should be doing, over the purpose that God has you working on, the things that you're doing, and even over your family and the people that he has put you in charge to take care of, then you have to be able to say no, and you have to be able to deny those things. And that simply comes from first realizing the things that truly matter to you at any particular point in time. And then secondly, like I said, stick it to that list, no matter what that is, whether that's you setting a schedule, whether that's you reminding yourself constantly that you need to focus on these things, or you simply just taking the moment, you know, stepping back, taking a few deep breaths and realizing what matters the most to you and then simply staying committed to that goal. And that's where discipline comes in. That's where those habits come in from. That's where the ability to move past procrastination takes precedence because it's through those things that you end up persevering along this journey we call life. The third point that I want to break up here, and this comes from the other part of 1 Corinthians 15 and 58, is that you have to work for God fully. And that is found there when Paul says that you should give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. And basically here, God wants you to prioritize the things that he desires for you to do. And it says even in the book of Psalms that, you know, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And unbeknownst to us, you know, the desires that we have are truly the desires that God wants for us. Those are the things that he created us to do on this earth. And it's only by staying in tune with him, by talking with him daily and reading his word and getting a better understanding of who he is, that we really find out who we are and what we're ultimately supposed to do. And to some extent, even if you do not believe in God, even if you're not at that particular point in your journey with him, you know, understand that you already have and you're already equipped with the things that you're supposed to do. There are people out there who are natural speakers. There are natural visionaries out there. There are natural helpers out there. There are singers and artists and dancers and people in technology there and the list truly, truly goes on. But whatever it is that you're supposed to do for God, 
you already equipped with the natural ability. And it, all it simply takes is you, you know, once again, establishing a relationship with him to figure out how you're truly supposed to use those things. And that's truly half the battle here in this life is figuring out what we are supposed to do and then simply stand committed to the goal until we accomplish that. And that half battle or that 50% or whatever it is you want to call it is found right here in this step in doing the work for the Lord. And then the second thing that you have to do that will keep you on task is that you have to always understand that you're doing these things not only for yourself, but the God that you serve it for other people. And it is by taking that focus all for yourself specifically that it allows you to see that this is bigger than who you are. This is bigger than the impact that you can simply make. This is bigger than just your personal life. But in fact, you're affecting the kingdom of heaven and you're also affecting the people here on this earth. And that may be people, maybe that's a small number, maybe that's a couple dozen, maybe that ends up being hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. But regardless of how big or small the size of the people that you help, you have to understand just how much impact you can make on the lives of even just one person because you may not have the influence to influence millions of people, but you may influence the one or help influence the life of the one person that will impact millions of people. So with through you, you know, essentially speaking, millions of people are going to be impacted and they're going to be changed potentially simply based on the actions and stuff that you make. And that all comes back to you just doing the work of the Lord, you know, just listening to him, understanding who he is and what he wants for you, and then committing yourself to those tasks and those goals, no matter what happens to you in life. So last but not least, we covered the first three points of this episode, once again, against all odds and being able to understand how to persevere through life, how to persevere through challenges and how to stay committed to the Lord's work. But now we get to the fourth and final phase, and that is simply the reward of the work. And that comes from the end of this verse where it says that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And here Paul gives us the promise. He gives us the conditional statement that if we do the work of God, if we remain firm in our steps, if we remain immovable, then we will end up being rewarded for our work. And that is something that can come in a multitude of ways. God can reward us financially. He can reward us personally. But the biggest things above all of that is number one, we have peace and we have fulfillment, number two. And those are truly the biggest reasons why we do these things, because if we're all honest, Money and all comes and goes. We can all obtain money. You don't have to have any faith in God really to obtain money. That's a worldly thing. That's something that you can gain simply by working hard and learning how to manage your money, learning how to invest and end up multiplying the stuff that you have. But when it truly comes to life and fulfillment and peace, those are things, in my personal opinion, that could truly only come from God because when you do the things in life where you're truly making the impact, when you're changing the lives of other people and you're doing the things that on your heart to do, then you end up finding a fulfillment. You feel that void that you feel like you may be missing. You end up obtaining peace and understanding that, you know, whatever situation you're in in life, you're already taken care of because of the impact that you're making. And truly, you're true to yourself. You're not being, you know, indecisive. You're not being hypocritical in any way because you've identified the highest things that you're working towards. 
and you're staying committed to that because that's your true character. That's who you really are. You're going through this whole path of life and you're doing all of this work and stand on this path because this is who you are. This is what you were created to do. And because you're walking in those things, you don't have the frustration of not knowing what you're supposed to do. You don't have the frustration of not doing or being effective in your works every day. You're not just doing busy work, but you're doing work that's actually changing the world around you. And then last but not least, you're able to see the fruit of the work. You see the results. You see the reward of watching life lives being changed, or lives being impacted of those same people that you've impacted, having the ability and the leverage to influence other people around them. And there's truly no greater accomplishment than doing that. And then on top of that, you're doing this work for the Lord. The Lord is happy with you. The Lord is rewarding you. The Lord has favor on you because you're doing things that is growing his kingdom and bringing true fulfillment into the earth. And in my personal opinion, even in my life of all the things that I have done, even outside of God, I can tell you that there's no greater fulfilling thing than to do the work that he's given you to do. And I tell you all that so many times, and I tell you that all the time, and I'll continue to tell you that because I've truly loved the life that I'm living, you know, getting on here each and every week. And then even some of the other things that God has me doing in the world. And I would give this stuff up for nothing because this is truly who I am and the stuff that I love to do. And there's no greater fulfillment once again than doing something that God has placed on your heart to do and the things that you truly desire to accomplish here in this earth. And, you know, I guess really with that, I can close up this episode because that's really it. That's what it means to live a life against all odds, because your whole challenge is you becoming yourself, you becoming the best version that you could possibly be. And then you being able to remove all of the distractions, you overcoming the challenges and being able to endure the things that come in your life that will try to push you off of this path, that will try to push you away from the mark and to try to prevent you from accomplishing the things that you're supposed to accomplish. And that's why working with God is so important. That's why following him is at the utmost priority, because it's by following him that you understand the true meaning of character. You understand why he truly created us and why all of these things in life happen to us. Why do we endure struggles? Why do we go through hardships? Why do we have moments where it seems like nothing is impossible for us? And then we go through periods and opportunities where it seems like we can't do anything at all. All of this stuff begins to become as clear as day. And once you reach that level of clarity, then you truly get to a place of peace and fulfillment. And there is no greater place, I'm telling you, than that right there. So with that being said, that pretty much concludes this episode. I love each and every one of you. I truly hope you got something out of it. And if you did, please be sure to like the Grounded Podcast, every platform you have to be listening on, and to check out the website at thegroundedpodcast.com. But that being said, I love each and every one of you. I hope you all take care. Be blessed and be sure to tune in for upcoming episodes and to be sure to check out the catalog of all the previous episodes I got because y'all look, I got over 70 hours worth of content at this point that's in the backlog that's been on this podcast. And you know, there's so much stuff ranging from business and leadership to personal development and faith as a whole. So be sure to look at those things. But anyway, I love you all. Take care. Be blessed. And I will see you all next week. All right. My name is Brian Boyd. Y'all take care. Peace.
Hey everyone, Brian here once again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Grounded. If these messages have been a blessing to you, please consider donating at thegroundedpodcast.com slash donate. Furthermore, if you're looking for books and journals and other resources that will help improve your life, business, and relationships, please be sure to check those out at thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. As always, it's been a blessing. I truly love each and every one of you, and I truly hope to see you all once again very soon, all right?